0: All right, everybody, welcome to SU Oddities. Uh, We have a guest on this one again. How you doing, man? Oh, getting really annoyed by this thing telling me to turn off my ad blocker. (laughs) I hate those fucking things. Um, On this one, we are going to cover, you know, people die in different ways. Some more traditional, some not traditional. Uh, But we stumbled on an article that has weird fatal freak accidents. And so uh, we're going to cover some of these. And, uh, yeah, maybe make you think out of the box a little bit about how you want to die. So here we go. There are fewer more deadly pieces of sports equipment than the javelin, which I will concur. What a weird sport in general. But anyway, um, the track and field Practicing object is. For war, dude. I know, right? The track and field object is long, heavy, and sharp, so stories of it causing injury from time to time are not that surprising. Death by javelin, however, is a bit more difficult to achieve. That is, unless that javelin passes through the last place you would ever want it to pass on your body, um, and not there. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. So. Uh, A PE teacher in Liverpool, England, got an extreme close-up of a javelin in 1999, and it ultimately took his life. Walking to retrieve the object, uh, which was lodged in the ground and standing upright, the 41-year-old John Despero lost his footing and fell on the pole, was jammed right into his eye socket. Oh, my eye. Uh, Despero passed away after a month long coma stemming from the said javelin in the eye. Uh, Yeah. Oof. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um, Let's see. In
1: 2007, an Oakland, California man was enjoying a casual stroll with his wife when he met his untimely end in what authorities would later describe as a million to one chance. (laughs) That's not the lottery you want to win. Jesus. Uh, 24-year-old Humberto Hernandez was walking down the sidewalk when suddenly an SUV struck a fire hydrant behind him. The impact of the collision dislodged the 200-pound iron object and sent it hurtling through the air right into the back of Hernandez's head. Oh, Jesus. The tremendously heavy fire hydrant was traveling with such velocity that it ricocheted off the man, went through a fence, and landed 20 feet away. Hernandez tragically died on the scene.
0: How do you explain that when you stand up at Pearl Gates? Wait, wait a minute. How, how did you? What happened again? I don't know. Something hit me. <laughs> Fuck A. Anyway. Jeez. Um, in December 1979, 20-year-old football fan John Bowen met his end due to halftime exhibition gone horribly wrong. Sitting in the lower stands of Shia Stadium, Bowen was taking in a halftime show that involved a demonstration with various novelty-shaped remote-controlled aircraft, um, similar to modern drones. Uh, One such plane was a 40-pound swirling piece of metal in the shape of a lawnmower. Sounds fucking safe enough. Uh, A pilot lost control of this uniquely not aerodynamic object, sending it hurtling into the stands. On the receiving end of this flying, grass-cutting nightmare was Bowen, who was struck in the head and later died from an accident that witnesses described as similar to being attacked by an axe. Why? Holy shit. Ah, I got football game tickets. I mean, tickets.
1: I get that a lot of people lament that things are all, like, bubble-wrapped bubble and there's no sharp corners on anything anymore, but, like... Come on. That's a lot of far-fetched.
0: I don't. Anyway, fucking A.
1: Uh, uh, anyway, lamentably, really long beards have become a fashionable facial accessory, but the story of Hans Steininger, Steininger should provide a cautionary tale that may have rustic types reaching for their gillettes. Steininger, it. who lived in Brunau and in Austria, that sentence makes no sense um, name of the unless town that's everybody. the name of the city. Brunau and in? Okay, anyway, <laughs> he lived in Austria. Uh, He was a bit of a local celebrity in the 1500s for having the longest recorded beard in history. Typically, Steininger kept his absurd growth rolled up in a leather pouch as it naturally got in the way of everyday tasks. But one day he neglected to do so. And while fleeing from a house fire, he tripped on his beard and snapped his neck, dying instantaneously. For the avid fans of historical facial hair and who amongst isn't. Uh, Steininger's 447-year-old beard is kept on display at the Brno, MN,
0: town museum. 447-year-old beard. Oh my god! That's kind of... Yeah, you betrayed me. Um, Isadora Duncan was an American expatriate living in Paris, France, who in 1927 met a breathtakingly tragic demise. A San Francisco native, Duncan had gone to the French city, then the cultural capital of the world to further her career as a dancer. Her eccentric, bohemian style of choreography garnered a praise and she earned fame throughout Europe. A devoted communist, Duncan frequently donned a very long red scarf to show her support for the party. On a September evening while visiting the city of Nice, uh, that accessory would claim her life on an unthinkable automobile accident. Riding as a passenger in her newly purchased convertible sports car, her scarf got caught in the vehicle's wheel well, which ripped her from the vehicle and threw her to the pavement Killing her instantly. Hey for communism. Eh. Mm.
1: That sounds rough. The sagaro is a species of cactus that can grow to be an imposing 70 feet high. I didn't know there was such a thing. Hmm. These statuesque green monuments dot the American Southwest, and while they sport some rather prickly needles, They aren't generally perceived as deadly in an ecosystem that also boasts rattlesnakes and scorpions. In 1982, however, one Arizona man found out the hard way that the cigar can claim one's life in the desert just the same. David Grunman and a friend were exploring the desert near Lake Pleasant one afternoon where likely in a fit of boredom, the two were looking for things to shoot with a shotgun as one does. the Cigarros of the area made apt targets for the would be marksman. And their first victim, a mere 10 footer went down with ease. It was the second, however, a 27 foot cactus that fought back after blasting the cigar from just a few yards out a large, heavy arm fell on Grundman and crushed him to death, proving yet again that Mother Nature always wins.
0: Jesus Christ! Killed by a cactus, literally. Um, wow! Ah, uh, that valuable wow. kitchen, <laughs> right? That valuable kitchen asset we all know and love—the dishwasher. Say what you want about the printing press or penicillin, but the advent of the dishwasher may be mankind's greatest achievement. I don't think that, but whatever. Um, think about it at all the disadvantages of doing dishes by hand. You get gross wet food on you. Your hands get cranky, waterlogged, yada, yada, yada. It takes way too long. So the dishwasher is truly a beautiful machine. That is, until the machine acquires a taste for blood. Fuck, here we go. In May 2003, a UK woman died in a truly bizarre kitchen accident. 31-year-old Jane McDonald was visiting a friend and milling around in her kitchen when she lost her balance and slipped on a wet floor. Unfortunately for McDonald, her fall was broken by an open dishwasher door that had several knives in it pointing upward. She was stabbed on impact, and though she was rushed to a nearby hospital, she died shortly thereafter. Oof. Could you imagine like that crossing, like that the last thing across your mind is you're, you're falling knowing that's going to happen. Fuck, anyway.
1: See, this is one of the many reasons you put, uh, knives
0: down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You put
1: cutlery and utensils in
0: anything with the handle up. Yeah. Or lay down on the trays. I just lay them flat. Anyway, Ah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Ah, my
1: favorite Taco Bell is a culinary experience that's best reserved for late night drive through trips after an evening of similarly regrettable decisions (laughs) And as such, it's a pretty embarrassing place to die. Yeah, I agree. Yep, I've, I've definitely felt like dying after Taco <laughs> Bell. In the case of 49 year old Diana Dre, uh, who happened to pass away while answering the call of the border, she wasn't even eating there when it happened, which somehow makes it even worse. The Chambers Nebraska woman was meeting a couple from neighboring Wyoming at the fast food chain to sell them a dog when an unthinkable accident occurred. While waiting under a massive 65-foot sign, the kind you can see from far out on the highway, the huge structure suddenly toppled, landing square on the cab of Dury's pickup truck.
0: The crushing impact killed Dury at the scene. That is some Final Destination. Again, how do you explain that when you're saying, anyway. Airplane travel comes uh, with some sure-fire annoyances. Cramped quarters, screaming children, occasional barking dog. But an escaped crocodile is a pretty inventive problem to face while cruising at 20,000 feet. Snakes on a plane, mind you. Um, In June 2014, 19 people died when a small plane went down during a routine flight over the Congo. The lone survivor of the crash described the events that led to the plane's fall from the sky. And it's one of the more uniquely strange stories in aviation history. So apparently, a passenger had boarded the aircraft with a crocodile in tow, and somehow the reptile got loose during the flight. As the passengers and crew justifiably panicked, their shifting weight led to the plane's engine stalling, ultimately bringing it down in a fiery wreck. Think about the next year here data by a toddler kicking the back of your seat. I'd take that over a crocodile, I suppose. Yeah, there's that. Oh, man. I'm just remembering now that there was
1: like a number you could call when snakes in a plane came out and get like recordings of Samuel Jackson's <laughs> lines from it. That's such a dumb show. I like think you could get it to oh, like say man. your name in some of them or some shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Jesus. Weird and fun. Yeah. It's like the Oats hotline but for snakes on a plane. <laughs> um alcohol has certainly claimed a lot of human lives, be it the result of drinking oneself to death or a fatal drunk driving accident. Drinking liquor is known for life-threatening risks. The phrase drowning in alcohol, however, is typically a figurative one used to describe the detrimental effects of drinking, not, you know, literally drowning, believe it or not, though, it has indeed happened on October 17th, 1814, a particularly boozy disaster occurred on the streets of London, a three-story vat containing 570 tons Jesus. of beer burst and released a tidal wave of suds from the brewery that housed it. The surging current of, Porter laid waste to what was in its immediate path and killed eight people in the poverty-stricken tenements it consumed. If
0: you're going to yeah. go, I mean, if I have to pick any of these ways to go. I do love a porter. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. Also
1: yeah. Uh, reminds me of Strange Brew. when
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. When Oh, my God. Great Moranis, dude. right? self a favor i know it's an old one i just yeah i haven't checked it out one of these days
1: yeah it's rick moranis and doug mckenzie i think oh, okay. um
0: and uh yeah dude it's hilarious uh, max
1: von Sydow is in it huh. um that's there's a scene where that's kind of similar to this they get trapped in a big brewing tank and have to drink their way out
0: it's like beer fest shenanigans ensued i'm sure anyway well there you have it folks you know strange ways to die i mean uh put it on your bucket list and see you know if you can't pick one of these you know hope hope them for the best everybody so stay strange close the gates